0: Greetings everyone, welcome to another episode of Client Loyalty Secrets here with your host Joe Soto. The topic of today is becoming one with your client. Becoming one with your client. Now I must admit right I've been on my little spiritual trip you know I have a morning routine that I follow and and meditation is a big part of my life in terms of having you know helping me um Attain clarity and just getting, um, a little bit more, um, just getting a little bit more, just getting a little bit more in in tune with my surroundings, especially with everything that's going on nowadays with this coronavirus and just being having to work from around the house and it's crazy, right? I mean, I got little ones at the house right now and it's spring break and man this is this is incredible right they, they they also had a birthday last weekend they turned eight years old and it was one of the most to me it was a very strange birthday to them i think that they just you know push push right through it you know it's kind of interesting sometimes you wonder we're kids right are you teaching them or are they teaching you i don't know anyways so Let's go back to the topic, right, about becoming one with your clients. Now, the reason why I bring this up is, you know, over the years, uh, as I spent, you know, well over a decade of my life working with some of the uh, top Wall Street firms, you know, I, I often hear financial advisors refer to clients as as them, as the client, as... Uh, you know, and, and, and there's, unfortunately, there's oftentimes... What I think what I feel to be this false sense of of superiority from the financial services industry towards clients. Like clients don't know what's good for them and we know what's good for them and like some people I believe have taken kind of this attitude, right? And and, and say, look, the client just needs to do you know, why I'm what I'm asking. What I'm saying or else or hit the road, Jack, so to speak. And I'll tell you a quick little story, right, about this one guy. Um, he's actually one of my first mentors. Uh, you know, and I, I didn't I didn't know that he you know, he wasn't my mentor, like I chose him. He was just happened to be, you know, I started my career in banking, right? And I was a licensed banker and I used to refer business over to this financial advisor and i remember uh, you know i had become close with this one particular client and and my job was to kind of prepare the client for a meeting with the advisor and then the financial advisor would make me you know collect a bunch of data and and essentially i would just bring I, I did, you know, I, I think about it now and I'm grateful for this guy who made me do all this, which at the time I was like, I, and it makes sense, was collecting all the data and then br- I would bring, I would bring that client over to his office and and then he would, you know, proceed to offer whatever solution, you know, he was offering at the time for that particular client. So long story short, I remember, you know, uh, with this one particular client, Who 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 was a retired colonel from the military? Um, He told me one day. Actually, I owe this guy. I'll tell this story probably in another podcast. But this is this guy is the reason why I became a financial advisor. But anyway, so I want to talk about this this original mentor, right? Because because I saw this guy do this a couple of times, and and I, I really don't think this guy was like a bad person. I just think like. There was just, there's just a better way of doing it, right? So anyways, so I, essentially I brought this client over to his office and, and he was like, Hey man, you know, he was trying to sell him on whatever he was selling at the time. I don't remember exactly what he was trying to sell him. Some, some particular investment or something. And you know, the guy has some questions and, in this particular financial advisor, um, you know, you couldn't ask him too many questions if you asked him too many questions, he would get defensive and like he would throw you out the office. And I remember in the back of my mind thinking, "Do I want to be a financial advisor?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I don't know if I could do that, man." You know, it's like I—I I mean, that's the, you know—and and, then—and then literally, I was just like, "That's that's crazy." That that business in the back of my mind initially, I was thinking that business really sucks. If you gotta treat people like that and. And I saw this guy do that to multiple people. So that was my first mentor. And I thank him for he showed me a lot of good things. I'm not, you know, want to paint him as a a bad person, you know. Um, But he had a very unusual way of handling clients. And, you know, now that I'm a veteran in the industry and I can go back and look at that initial that initial experience that I had with the financial services industry I started to think in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, you know, like, I wonder if this guy was his personality like that, or, or maybe he was taught the wrong way. And listen, and I think there's probably a lot of financial advisors today that end up in the second category, meaning that they get taught that way. The industry teaches them that way, because essentially... Uh, you know, I I always talk about this, this idea of adding value, right, of helping people and and how you can make more money and you can be more successful. You can make more sales. Uh, You can generate higher revenues. Uh, You can run a cleaner practice. Uh, You get to know the people that you're working with. So you're not afraid of picking up some, you know, cycle client that's going to create all kinds of problems for you. If you just stop and talk to the people that you're working with like 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 sincerely recognize that they're not widgets you know in just about every company that i worked in except the one now where i'm like a partner you know and nobody really cares what it, what it is that i'm like nobody really cares like if i'm selling this or selling that but when you work for the big corporations they track everything right and they send out these spreadsheets and how many widgets have you sold and you know the financial crisis. I mean, I remember this. You know, wh- wh- You know, how many accounts did you open? How many new people did you bring in? How many new dollars did you bring in? And I think what ends up happening a lot of times is, you know, the the client is essentially dehumanized, and then they become a widget. And then what happens is, if you're a new financial advisor and you come in on the scene and you want to please you want to please your boss, you want to please your company, you want to be successful, sometimes you can lose your identity in that pursuit. And, you know, I think that there's a better way. (laughs) Of course, I think there's a better way, right? That's, That's why I opened up, you know, this company, right? Client Loyalty Secrets. By the way, if you haven't got the free ebook, Client Loyalty Secrets, uh, make sure you go check it out. It's at clientloyaltysecrets.com. It's a free ebook where I go deep into um, how to retain and also grow your loyal client base. And I talk about topics like the one we're talking about here. I talk about those, those topics in detail. I also talk about four key problems that are facing financial advisors today, as well as some of the possibilities, right, in this current envir- environment with the coronavirus. So, you know, the biggest lesson that I want you to take away, right, from, from today's podcast is, you know, let's become one with your client. and what And by that, I mean, you know, if we see our clients as something that's external to us, If we see our clients as as potential, if the only way we see them is as potential revenue sources, you're really making it really hard for yourself. And you're going to take the essence out of the business. The beautiful component about knowing the rainbow of personalities, the rainbow of attitudes, the rainbow of people, the stories, man, man. This is the beautiful part about the business, right? All the people that we help every single day, how different they are, right? Their backgrounds, their stories. I'm asking you to become in tune with their stories. Become in tune with who they are as people. Trust me, okay? They talk about in the business, right, how you need to know your customer, But they talk about it, know your customer from a compliance standpoint. Again, we go back to a little checkbox. Check these three boxes and then you are supposed to check off the fact that you know your customer. That's not knowing your customer. That's not knowing your customer. Knowing your customer is knowing that you have a client who has a son that has a substance abuse problem knowing that you have a client who has an aunt that raised them and he feels obligated, financially obligated to take care of her when she gets older. Knowing your customer is knowing that one of your clients has a kid that's autistic but it's not advanced and they're getting help for it and he is hopeful to be able to be part of society and and function normally within society with the medical treatments that they're receiving. My friends, I am asking you to walk away from the status quo. I'm asking you to start embracing the idea of becoming one with your client. All right, my friends, that's all I have today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you very much. Make sure that you check out the ebook at clientloadssecrets.com. It is 100% free, as well as make sure you check out uh, the podcast, Client Loads Secrets. It's pretty much on every single platform. Share this particular podcast if you find a lot of value in it. Uh, I look forward to seeing you or speaking to you on the next audio, on the next podcast. Now, I will say this too, if you have any questions, right, uh, there's a little leave a message button on the podcast, whether you're on Spotify or whatever platform that you're in, feel free to ask a question or send me a private message in whatever social media platform you're listening to this on. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. And who knows, we may even make your question the topic of the next show. Have a great day.